Hey everybody, welcome to How We Survive. This week we're going to be talking about Uncut Gems. It's a film by the Safdie Brothers that's distributed by A24. This was one of my favorite movies of 2019. It might have been my favorite. And just because it didn't get any Oscar nominations doesn't mean that you shouldn't see it. You should. I loved seeing this movie and I loved talking about it. Hope you enjoy. Uncut Gems follows Adam Sandler's character, Howard, who is a um, gambling jeweler who is selling his watches and necklaces and blinged out Furby dolls to uh, numerous uh, high profile clients, I guess you could say. And uh, the character played by Lakeith Stanfield, who you may know from if you saw um, Knives Out, which recently came came out a couple months ago. We also loved. Um, he plays a character named Damani, who is bringing regularly bringing clients to Howard to sell um, these different pieces of jewelry, and Damani gets a cut from from all these sales. And one day, uh, Damani calls Adam Sandler's character Howard and says, "I'm bringing Kevin Garnett into your store to." to sell for you to sell some jewelry to him and it, you might recognize the name Kevin Garnett he is a former NBA star he played on the Boston Celtics won numerous titles with them um and he is a pretty central character in this film playing himself the, the film is set in 2012 so Kevin Garnett or as they call him in the movie KG which he's known by as many many of his fans by as KG um he is playing himself and he does a great job in this movie yeah, Kevin Garnett gets a hold of a opal, a black opal that Adam Sandler is going is hoping to sell at a big auction. And he gets a handle of this opal and he thinks that or he believes that it has some sort of good luck qualities or magical properties. And that's pretty much where the movie kind of sets off watching following this opal and following adam sandler's character these are very serious roles for multiple people we see the congressman from succession if you're familiar if you love succession as much as we do um what's his name eric bogassian he it plays a very serious role in this movie it's totally different from what he how who he plays in succession then we have adam sandler playing a very serious character and then we also see, I think, maybe the most exciting, um, I think we've seen Adam Sandler play serious characters before, but in this movie we get to see The Weeknd and Kevin Garnett both play pretty serious roles. Yeah. And both were my the best surprise for me of this movie. Kevin Garnett is an excellent actor, and one of the most emotionally riveting scenes of the film happens between Kevin Garnett and Adam Sandler's character. So you and I both walked away from this movie with a book in mind. And that book is called All the Light We Cannot See by Anthony Doerr. And if y'all have read it, it has a similar plot device going on, if I guess you could call it that, uh, around a precious gem that is has some kind of mythology behind it that well you could explain it better Tell yeah me so both of these movies center around a gem mm-hmm. that both brings the movie in the book you mean. both the movie in the book that both that they believe this gem has powers that 
help the people who have their hands on it and hurt the people around them. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the mythology around all the light we cannot see. And also I would even argue that Uncut Gems is a adaptation and adaptation of that book. Um, and if you're familiar, I think it won the National Book Award or it maybe I don't know or a Pulitzer Prize for fiction. It's a really well-renowned book. But I think if you you'll appreciate the literary shout out. I left the theater after watching this movie, sincerely believing that this might be the best movie that I've seen in 2019. I was so excited about it. The whole movie is very anxiety-inducing from the very beginning. It's Mm -hmm. loud, it's claustrophobic, it's grainy, it's dark. It is a difficult film to watch, Mm -hmm. but the payoff, I think, is so, so incredible. And, And it's surprising, and there are so many twists and turns. You can never be bored in this film. There's not a slow moment. Adam Sandler shines in this role. He deserves a Best Actor nomination. Mm -hmm. Um, This definitely feels like an A24 film. It's directed by the Safdie brothers. And it's, I mean, it's an incredible, incredibly stylized movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Right from the beginning, they set you up with the kind of style that the movie follows. And it's very believable. I left this movie feeling really excited about a movie which I haven't felt this excited in a long time. I've loved a lot of the movies that we've seen this year. Knives Out is a great movie. What else have we seen? We've seen, I feel like we've seen everything. Cats. Oh, God. Anyway, we've seen lots of movies this year, and I can't even think about them because all I can think about is Adam Sandler in this role. And I'll put a link in the bio of this podcast with the New York Times profile on Adam Sandler that I read before I saw this movie. And I don't think that you need to read that profile before you see the movie, unless you would like to see the very sharp contrast between who Adam Sandler is as a person and who he plays as a, as a character. There is an, it's a very deep contrast and it's amazing to me. It shows a prowess in acting that I was not expecting from Adam Sandler. So there's that. Another reason why it made me really excited, I think the soundtrack is amazing, the casting was amazing, and even though there are tons of twists and turns, you're never bored, you're always engaged. I already said that, so we might have to cut it out, but yeah, I can't stop thinking about it. I was stressed out the whole movie, and I feel like it was well worth it. Yeah. How did you feel about it? Yeah, I think Adam Sandler was phenomenal. I I was worried, I think maybe just solely from seeing the trailer so many times, I was worried that Adam Sandler's character was going to feel like a shtick or like the way he was playing the character was going to feel like a shtick and not... I was worried I was going to feel like I was watching Adam Sandler do a part and not just feel you know like you're watching a character like you want to feel like when you, you when you're watching a movie. Um, but pretty quickly I bought into this character. I think he just does it so well that you, you believe it. You, like you said, it's interesting. You told me about that profile, the the contrast between the person he's playing and who he is in real life is so, so severe because he is a pretty terrible person in this movie. And that's something we talked about too, is that like, 
you're so drawn into it, you're almost you're almost rooting for him. I wouldn't say you're necessarily rooting for him because he is a bad, pretty bad person, but you want it to you want his problems to at least be resolved because you're so drawn in. He's the perfect anti-hero. I think that this movie accomplishes what the Joker should have accomplished and didn't. Um, which might be fighting words for some of our friends who really <laughs> love the Joker. But I think this movie, um, and you see from the trailer, there are instances of violence. All of them feel, even though I do not love violence, I don't want to see violence in a film, I think the, the it felt redeemable, whereas in the Joker, the violence seemed random and kind of chaotic. This feels exciting and surprising, but everything feels very purposed, and I think that's really important. Okay, what is your absolute favorite scene from this movie? So as we as we know, Adam Sandler is Jewish, and also his character Howard is Jewish, and they are he's celebrating Passover with his pretty large family. Mm-hmm. And while he's there, his wife they're at his wife's family's house. And his wife, who is played by Adina Menzel. Adele Dazim. Which, it was such an incredible cast. She yeah. does, yeah. Like every, every other yeah. Ca- like every other cast in this movie, I don't feel like I'm looking at the person who sings Let It Go. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, she did amazing. Anyway, she's in her mom's closet wearing her bat mitzvah dress that she that she had as a kid and she looks beautiful she's obviously very fit because she's wearing the same dress she wore when she was 15 and um you know everyone kind of her two kids and everyone leaves the room and adam sandler steps in and he's he's commenting on her looks and saying that she looks beautiful and he he tries to save their marriage because throughout the film this really isn't spoiling anything. Their marriage is in the gutter. And it's pretty much for sure that they're going to get divorced. And Adam Sandler's kind of last ditch effort saying, you know, let's try let's try to make this work. Am I crazy for trying to make this work? And the response from Adina Menzel, her, she just like wide wide mouth guffaws in his face. And it shows how unlikable Adam Sandler is. And it's one of the only moments where you feel bad for him. Hmm. I, it was the, one of the only mo- moments where I felt, I felt bad for him. Even though he doesn't deserve a good wife. He, yeah, he's not a good guy from the very beginning of the film. I don't think that she deserved to, that she deserved to have to stay in that marriage. Yeah. Um, but that was definitely my my favorite scene. What was your favorite scene? Well, I don't want to give too much away, but I will just simply say my favorite scene is um, the conflict that occurs between Howard, played by Adam Sandler, and The Weeknd. That scene in a, in a nightclub is probably my favorite scene in the movie. Yeah. But I will leave that to people in case they haven't seen it. I want to. I don't want to. Add, I don't want to say any more about what happens, but um, yeah. this yeah, this movie is a total. It is totally 2012. Mm-hmm. Every it is so saturated with 2012. I think the Safdie brothers did an excellent job of you know playing to Howard's kind of lame. He's 
not a super stylish guy. His apartment is, you know, it's furnished from like the 1980s. His house is kind of outdated, but it just feels like 2012. And I loved that about this movie. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to listen and rate and subscribe and tell your friends. Have a good week.